0: Hey Geekscapists, welcome to our brand new Geekscape episode. I'm Jonathan Lundin, your host, and each week I like to sit down with a storyteller, whether they be in the worlds of video games, movies, comics, TV, sometimes they're musicians, and talk about why they tell stories, the stories that they tell, in all of that if you're a first time Geekscape listener, that's what you're in for. Uh, we've had some amazing episodes recently. Uh, go back on the feed and check them out. The most recent one is with MC Lars and Mega Ran, the Nerdcore rappers. If you don't know what Nerdcore is, just imagine somebody rapping about pop culture and nerdy stuff over samples taken from like your favorite video games and things like that. So uh, I went down to Long Beach for the last episode, sat down with MC Lars and Mega Ran and then I hung out during their show and Mega Ran did this amazing rap to I think the River City Ransom (laughs) Like song from like The old NES days So it rolls pretty deep They have a new album coming out In the next couple weeks called Dewey Decibel System Which is all about books that influence them Like Watchmen and stuff like that And and look for that one And listen to that episode I definitely want to thank uh, our own Matt Kelly uh, Who runs the um, Our horror podcast Horror Movie Night He helped me get onto this new hosting company called Pinecast Shout out to Matt at Pinecast Um, Pinecast has been amazing We've been on there short of a week And we're on Spotify And Google Alexa and a lot of different places And again I want to repeat what I said last episode If you have any hiccups with any of those services Let me know, Jonathan and Geekscape.net Matt and I will take a look at it And uh, keep the podcast running But we're new to this platform So, so far so great Um, Also shout out to Derek, our video game uh, Host over at Geekscape Games um, because they made a very Spider-centric episode this week, so if you're not listening to Geekscape Games and you are playing the PS4 Spider-Man game, they start out with like 20 minutes of Spider-Man talk. And I only mention that because my host right now, or my guest right now, is Spider-Man himself. I'm Mr. Yuri Lowenthal. I'm, I'm going to be the host now. You can be the host. <laughs> your, voice is, your voice is better. You've got a better personality, that's, that's, and you know what? You're cool at parties.
1: You, you, you have all those same characteristics.
0: <laughs> I Dewey, don't know I, man. Sh- I sometimes
1: think I sound like a muppet. I, 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 I sh- should to Dewey Decibel system. That is a that is a great great yeah. title.
0: They have an album that is all I'm gonna about have to, books. I'm gonna check it out. And they're they're great guys. So Geekscapists we have a, we have all sorts of different guests. I love it. And the last year has been really awesome. I think my highlight this year not that we're not gonna I'm about to have the highlight here with yuri oh, is um is dean devlin just being very candid with me and telling me that like he just shouldn't have to, like talked roland emmerich into making godzilla wow he's like i he's you know it's rare that like somebody who has such a successful hollywood career will admit any mistakes or flaws yeah. because hollywood is such a image driven yeah industry and uh And Dean, you know, and I I don't know how I asked him. The episode is up there, Geekscape. It's it's from April or May, so go back in the feed and take a look. But um, Dean was very candid and just said, well, if we're talking about mistakes, I regret making, like, Roland do Godzilla because I was a huge Godzilla fan. He had no connection to the character. And we tried to write a script that interested him and it turned out not to just be a Godzilla movie. It wasn't going to work. Yeah, (laughs) It wasn't going to work, so... That's pretty crazy. Right. Um, are you doing anything at LA Comic Con? I'm well, not I'm thinking about it. That, that's coming up soon, right? Yeah, and I only thought of it because I'm doing a kaiju giant robot panel. Oh. But I don't know. Is a,
1: are you getting uh, Mike Doherty?
0: Well, <laughs> Mike Doherty would be great because obviously he's doing King of the Monsters. I, I reached out to Travis Beecham, who's oh, been on wow. the show, yeah. and he wrote Pacific Rim. Yeah, you no, you can, uh, you can, you can see from uh, Yuri. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at these kaiju that you have in your office, we're sitting <laughs> in your office, and you've got a ton of kaiju toys and you Mm -hmm. have Gypsy Danger up there from Mm -hmm. Pacific Rim and my favorite, Gamera. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do I... And you've got big, you've got uh, big uh, a big guy. Big, big guy, yeah, from uh, in Rusty the Robot. Rusty the Robot, yeah. Um, I have that lobster Johnson toy too. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I knew there was a reason. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, do I? I mean, dude, if you want to come on our panel and talk about that stuff, you can, it's on Saturday. So but it, it's up to you if you want to get a badge and. What, come when out. is it? It's next weekend, like it's the twenty seventh. It. It's next Saturday. It's up to you. We'll be looking back. We're talking about as friends, geeks, us, because we've known each other over a decade. But why did you
1: why did you have me on here? But I had you on the
0: show because this Spider-Man game is arguably game of the year. I would like
1: to believe that. I uh, bought it, a PS4
0: but, for it. Wow. Well, why not?
1: Yeah. No, I you know, I've I've heard a lot of people say that recently, which I'm sure makes Sony very happy because I worked on Insomniacs, one of their uh, more I mean, recent games. the mic just like yeah, 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 move, okay, but, keep but going, keep you, going. Put it where you need it. Um, oh, lower I saw a chest lower. <laughs> <laughs> I only have three. For those, those, those yeah. of you who will have uh, played uh, Spider-Man, uh, know <laughs> that uh, Peter Parker only has three chest hairs. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I, we worked on Sunset Overdrive together, mm-hmm. which I thought was a brilliant game, and the people who have played it loved it. I mean, they, they've got right. they're a hardcore fan base, but it was you know an Xbox One exclusive. They were really counting on that you would buy an Xbox One to play this game. And it did not happen. That's crazy. And it got buried. And so when this came along, I'm like, well, you know, I was feeling really good about the game. I was feeling really positive about the game. I'm like, this is going to be a great game. Because I had been working on it for three years, and I would start to see things come back. I'm like, I kept waiting for something to not be as good as I thought it could be. Uh And it would always surpass my expectations. I'm like, I think this is going to be really good, but you never know. Because I thought that last game was going to be really good. But, you know, it came out, and people loved it, and people are literally buying PS4s to play it. And I... I think it's worth that. Yeah. I I,
0: I mean, I've put no spoilers on this podcast, Geekscapist. If you uh, have not gotten through the entire story on Spider Man, don't worry about it. We're not going to spoil it for you here. Um, But I am somewhere in the 80th. Like a 80 percentile yeah. On finishing the game Because I'm doing the missions Alongside the story And I'm, I'm just really OCD about that stuff <laughs> And I want to see All the suits And the powers I want to do yeah, all you want to visit
1: All the all the places in the city <laughs> See all the Marvel landmarks I already and the, did yeah. You know how it is I'm just
0: like I'm just going to chill go down, here Did you go down to
1: Wall Street? I went down to Wall Street yeah. Was there a secret down there? There's a Yeah there was a fun little Because they couldn't get They, they didn't they didn't know You know that bull Statue yeah. down on Wall yeah. Street Um, They didn't know you had to get the rights to that to represent it in a game, and so when the lawyers came across that, um, they were you know they were it was going to cost this much, and they're like "Uh, we're not going to pay that. We'll find something else, and they put a Marvel character in place of the bull. I'm going. You're gonna have. I'm to, going. You're gonna yeah. have to go. That's funny because yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not, it's, it's, it was a nice. It was a nice touch.
0: I guess the landmarks that I've been doing are all those landmark tokens. So I'm like, okay, let's sure, let's get sure, the landmark yeah. tokens. But the, yeah. now that I know that that's there, it's just
1: it's just an Easter egg. It's, it's not it's not so much a landmark. That's an awesome though.
0: Yeah. and I love that there are other Marvel characters in it. Yeah. Definitely reference, but Geekscape mm-hmm. is somewhere when you get to like fifty, sixty percent, you have a like a new villain appear, and I'm like holy shit, that, that's a Captain America villain. Right, and, right. And I remember texting my buddy at Insomniac who did the sound design, was one of the sound engineers, uh, and just being like, he's in this game? What? So I am super happy that I stayed away from spoilers. One of the major spoilers is that you are in this game. We were, The announcement <laughs> happened at Comic-Con. The announcement uh-huh. happened around Comic-Con this yeah. summer. Yeah. And yeah. I saw you at last at Comic-Con this summer. Um, you've been working on this game for three years. Like Peter Parker himself, hiding his alter ego. Yeah. You had to keep the shit. It was secret. hard. How? It was
1: hard. It was it was it was hard. I it, you know, waking up, you know, and, and going to work and my work being Spider Man was, was something I wanted to tell everybody about. Of course. Yeah. But for some reason they they kept holding on to it and they kept saying, Hey, we want you to uh talk about it at New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And then and then they would be like, Oh, we changed our mind. Uh we want you to talk about it at um uh, E3, like not this past year, the year before, yeah, like, yeah. like oh, we changed our mind. Sit down, I'm like, I don't know what you guys are gaining by keeping it secret for so long, but, but you know, I want to keep this job, and I'm not going to tell you how to how well, to do yours. What do you think they did gain? Because
0: um, I thought, I actually think they did it right. because... Yeah. Again, this is a movie that uh, this is a movie. I, I treat it like a movie. It feels like but, uh, a movie, oh right? my god, it, tr- it feels like the best Spider-Man movie. And I and I think that there's so many aspects that. to this, including like just the script is great and you had guys like Chris Gage who writes yep. on the comic and he has mm-hmm. he has that new
1: Spider-Verse comic. I I've, I've got it. In yep. it like I'm canon now. Our, our you're Spider-Man totally is canon. Canon.
0: And if you're if you have in this this game makes you want to read the comic, which is such a Crazy. great piece of transmedia. Right. And not only are you can in um in the Spider-Verse comic that they're they're currently doing, but you can see screenshots from the animated Spider-Verse I, movie coming I out in see, December. That was bonkers.
1: I like I have to I'd love to find out when they decided to put that in.
0: And if that have and if that character has any speaking roles, right. this is BS not right. having a very play. Him. Um Yeah that movie looks great. It looks hilarious. It looks, yeah. Um, I think Sony Animated has it going on. I think so. So Geekscapists, we also did a Venom special last week, so not the most positive conversation about Venom, but you know what?
1: I heard it was dumb but fun. There's a I had such a blast watching that movie. I'll watch anything with Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed in it, so. I had
0: such a blast watching that movie. Don't know if a lot of that enjoyment was intended, but <laughs> right, right. go with your fr- Go with your like your your go with your loudest, funniest friends. I should, and I should go out still in theaters a- then. Yeah, it's definitely a movie to see yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, I mean, there's a Venom movie, right? Uh, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I only not meant, at yeah. all connected
1: to the Spider-Man universe.
0: Well, there's those rumors that like, well, Sony keeps. I don't know. I don't know what the deal we'd, we'd, we'd is. We didn't come on like, talk about the Venom. But, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't
1: even seen it. I shouldn't even be talking about it. I
0: mean, it. this game is mm-hmm. if you. It, this is what I. This is how I justified. If I was I, going into Venom, I was like, okay, dude, if you don't enjoy this movie, the best Spider-Man story in years is sitting back home, and you can just go and play it and be Spider-Man, and you can be Spider-Man, and you can do that. And this game is that. I think, in in conversation with Geekscapist and my friends. It's got the better, best iteration of many of the Spider-Man characters and the storylines too. Yeah, the Doc Ock in this game. Oh my God, is the best. Bill Saliers is a genius who not, played Doc Ock. Not to say Alfred no. Molina is an amazing in Spider-Man too, because no. he's amazing in Spider-Man too. Because
1: he is, because he's amazing in everything he does. But
0: but you get to spend more time with this, uh, with this yeah. Octavius and. They work together and it's a bit of a truncated version in a way of the one that we saw in Spider-Man 2. But spending so much time in, with Otto and just seeing what he's dealing with
1: on a personal level and, again, the performance. Yeah. He was uh, amazing. <laughs> I mean, the, and, and, and the fact that we got a chance to work together on a mocap stage to create the performance. I mean, usually when I'm working on a game like this, I'm just in the booth. Really? Um, and we got to spend time on a stage acting together, like face-to-face, and really, you know, like, like we were making a movie. Let's and, talk and about it, it yeah. And it shows, I think.
0: Well, absolutely, because I slipped and said that this is the best Spider-Man movie there is, <laughs> because <Right. laughs> it is that immersive and that entertaining, and sometimes you sit up and you're like, I just enjoy watching this, and you're like, oh, no, i got to put my food down now. It's asking me to play.
1: Right, <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> so, you Talk to me about the, putting that performance together. How was the audition, first off? Did they, did they cast you because of your experience with
1: Sunset Overdrive? That was actually a, a, a check in the negative column for me because there were a lot of higher-ups. Now, I had my, I had my, um, my champions yeah. at Insomniac that I worked with before. John Paquette, who was lead writer on, um, on this game, but uh, also on Sunset Overdrive, was his, his baby. He's a really good writer. He's, he's, a, he's a fantastic writer. Him... Ben Arfman, Christos, Gage, um, really were the, the, the guys on this, and they were mm-hmm. f- terrific, but, but, you know, I, I had my champions over at, uh, but they were, when they would pitch me, they would run into, well, he just did the last game, and that character is not Spider-Man, and they were like, okay, well, he's, <laughs> an he's an actor, and I, I think he could play this, I mean, he played that, but he could also play this, and they're like, ah, we, we don't know, um, and I, as I understand it, I think a couple people were cast before me, um, that didn't work out for oh, whatever reason. I don't, I don't know the details. I was
0: wondering because I had a really good audition, right, and they were I'm like, sorry, "You know what? You I'm
1: sound sorry. too much like a Muppet." I was, I was. Wor- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bring it up, but they said we had this guy. He sounded too much like a Muppet, uh, <laughs> and uh, but they finally got them to to take a chance on me, and then I went through a. We went through another, you know, sort of audition process. They saw, you know, a bunch of people. And there were chemistry was, reads because you were going to be doing And there were and there were chemistry reads yeah. with with other actors and um and then it, it finally it finally worked. Like I it was funny cuz I thinking back, I remember I had uh I had uh I had my mohawk going at that time. Like I had I got remember mohawk, the mohawk for hug. yeah. <laughs> I remember for the for, mohawk. for another show and uh it was the show was just an excuse for me to finally get a mohawk the way that I wanted. Well, I'm gonna uh, have I a kid it. soon, <laughs> right? <laughs> can't really, they'll take the kid away if I have a mohawk. Then. mohawk. Um, but uh, I remember going to these Spider-Man auditions and thinking oh, I was just gonna see my hair and be like, "That's not the guy." Uh, no. Um, but but it, it finally worked, and I'm glad that it did. It was it was it was a it was a process. But but I'll tell you what, a year before that. Uh-huh. Um Insomniac when they when they were gonna pitch themselves to do they hadn't gotten the gig yet. Uh, uh, Insomniac had not gotten the gig from Sony for, for, Marvel for, from Sony Marvel to wow. do Spider Man. And they said, Hey, we wanna we wanna record a, a scene to to show them, you know, sort of sample the writing and how we want to do the characters and everything. And I recorded that. Um it was it was that and and Osborne. Uh it was a scene between uh uh Spidey and, and Norman. And um and then, you know, obviously, no guarantee that I sure. would ever be considered. Sure, but it helped for, them get the gig. But, but, yeah. I, but hopefully, yeah. But yeah, but hopefully it helped them to get the gig because yeah. I got the gig. And um, and then, yeah, but it wasn't you know a year later till till I actually got cast. Um, so it was a weird. It was it was certainly a strange process. Um, one of the oddest, uh, odder. But uh, but I understand that when you're doing Spider-Man, yeah, they 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 got to go through a million people. They got to get you know approval from this person, that person, the other person, and. They want to make sure it's it's just right, but I but I applaud them for giving Insomniac the liberty to make Insomniac Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. um, and Marvel was engaged with the process, but they let Insomniac do a bunch of stuff, right. you know that that I'm sure Marvel wouldn't have, have re- you know come up with originally. I mean the idea that we didn't have to do an origin story, or at least keep him you know in you know just out of high, high school, school or whatever, um, that they. They took him eight years into the future, and you know he's been Spider-Man for. A while. He's kind of good at it. He's starting to wonder if, you know, because he's a brilliant scientist, we forget that maybe that his, you know, being a scientist, he could save more people. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a that's a crisis of conscience that I had never really considered before this, and something that really made me excited about this Spider-Man and working on on this story because you get you know, is he, maybe he's thinking about. Giving up being Spider Man because it's an irresponsible use of his powers, Uh, you know, in quotes.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean that's my criticism of Batman that like geekscapists know no on this show. <laughs> it's like, dude, you have a billion dollars. Right, right, you're every, like, Not only are you embezzling from your publicly traded company, so you right. can build a, so you can build tanks so and beat people up at night, yeah. you're, Like you're, you're actually not very good at. Like you're you're kind of a piece. You're kind of a, a psycho. <laughs> right. You're actually a villain. Let's put Batman in the villain column. Right. At least um, at least with, yeah. with
1: Moon Knight, you know they play up the fact that he's crazy. He's, and he's crazy. literally crazy. And
0: Batman has to be crazy. Right. Got to be uh peter is not wealthy though peter is a lot like yeah. in in not only that he has i think with peter and why he's my personal favorite superhero is everything has to have a personal connection to it and yeah. when yeah. the spider villains and maybe villains in general Geekscape us and any hero but spidey's just got such a great rogues gallery um uh, when they're not personally in Connected to Peter, they they kind of fall apart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We and we've seen that in the films. We've seen that sure. in a sense on uh, on Spidey Three. There was a, I think that that movie happened during the writer's strike when they were putting yeah. that movie together. Yeah. I know clearly. I know from I know well. <laughs> I know personally from people who were on that film in high departments that. Mm-hmm. They they did want the, uh, another year to get out of the writer's strike and have so have another couple stabs at that script. Because like somebody like Michael Chabon's writing Spider Man 2. Yeah. And you can just tell because Spider Man 2's got some phenomenal writing, and it's the same team with some writing elements missing. And, you know. Um, I don't know what the personal connection was with J.B. Fox (laughs) There's Electro. I don't don't believe there was one. But we really need that, and again, we go back to this relationship. You have a lot of Octavius in this game, and it's fantastic. And the smart move of moving Spidey eight years into his profession is he has history with so many of these villains. Yeah. Yeah. And when shit starts hitting the fan with the villains in this game, it's personal. Yeah. It's pretty
1: awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, I know def- I, I want to yeah, go for yeah, it. it. No, no, I was just going to say it's, it's hard we don't to, want to talk about we don't some want spoil. of it without spoiling. Yeah. It, so I'm, yeah, so I'm going to hold back, but yeah, no, go ahead.
0: Uh, well what I was going to say was the one character that is introduced in this in this game which was introduced in the comics years ago um, is Martin Lee's character Yeah as Mr. Negative and you know you learn very early on Geekscape that Martin Lee is, has an alter ego as, yeah. as, as this person but um it's not a spoiler but they did a great job of humanizing that yeah. character he's such a nice guy yeah and he's got yeah. literally demon yeah like a demon he's got a demon like yeah. problem yeah, and, yeah right? they do such a great job on him that whether or not there's a, a long history with a character like with Doc Ock or not they did I mean how quickly you just fall in with these characters yeah it was, it, was awesome. a, it
1: was why Michael Keaton's vulture worked in Homecoming because mm-hmm. they created a uh, a much more personal connection, dude. Best—that's
0: uh-huh. the best iteration of, the, of like Tombs because oh, to, yeah. you make fun of Tombs. All the Tombs is yeah. a laughing stock. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, and he's kind of a laughing stock in the game too because you know he's driving around with giant wings on. But right. that Michael Keaton vulture is the best iteration of Tombs. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. So t- you get the gig. How do you celebrate getting the gig when you can't let people know? Uh, you Buy know, yourself
1: a cupcake? Uh, with... Right, right. <laughs> I had to stop eating cupcakes. I'd fit in a mocap suit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I... You know, I, I mean, thankfully, I got to celebrate it with my wife because she also worked on the game. She did. In, in, a, in a in a weird twist playing a character named Yuri. <laughs> yes, Detective Yuri is your wife, Tara. Yeah. Avatar, yeah. <laughs> which is um, insane. Yeah, referring to, to my wife in the game, but using my name to... It, yeah, it was a bit of a mindfuck, but...
0: Yes, um, did it help when you're doing the Spider-Cop sequences, uh, that you get to, like, play a character,
1: but an extension of a character within a character? It, it was, Spider-Cop was, it was one of those things where Ben Arfman, that's Ben Arfman's creation, one of the writers, okay. okay. he had been struggling with, you know, writing, you know, writing tutorial type based missions, you know, dialogue for that stuff is so hard, mm-hmm. because it's really just a, nobody talks like that, you know, and in, and he was he was trying to find, and he, and he finally created this this character. <laughs> and like when he was at his wits' end, you know, and probably yeah. hadn't had any sleep, and he's like, "Spider Cop, this is this is how it's going to go down, yeah. um, and and it's not going to work, and they're going to hate it, and whatever." And they're like, "Well, let's let's try it." And then I remember he brought he brought those scripts to the to the the studio, um, and he's like, "I don't know if this is going to work." Right. And we left the the studio that day with our new favorite character. Yes. In. The- that's what the next question Would be like How much of this was ad-libbed um, Thankfully I had Great writers <laughs> And right, great writing right. And that, that's not always the case Because
0: you'd imagine Once you'd start
1: doing Spider-Cob You can't get out of Spider-Cob Oh yeah right? No I never Yeah <laughs> like, uh, But there As we As we found the character And the more that I did it The more they trusted me To come up with stuff From time to time right. Sometimes I would just You know Because we'll do Two or three takes of a line Um the first one, I give it to him just as is, and I get, an, get an idea, and so the second one might be something that I yeah. came up with. Or in, in rare occasions, we get five lines down the line, I'd be like, "Guys, I just thought of something for five lines." I'd go hold on, uh, yeah. you know, let me see if this works. And sometimes it wouldn't work because sure. I'm not always funny. But every now and then, it would really hit. And the, the deeper that I got, the more f- comfortable I felt with with Peter and Spider Man. The, the, the more w- I got to do that, and to the point where. After a while, John uh, Paquette would occasionally... He would, he would come up with, like, five iterations for a line. He's like, one of these is going to work. Um, and then he would put a number six on there. He's like, Yuri, just come up with something funny. Great. And then sometimes they would go with that. <laughs> and
0: sometimes they ended up in the game. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah.
1: A um, lot of questions. So,
0: and like, as the questions come, I forget yeah. other questions. But yeah. um, it's still a character within a character. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're calling Spider-Cop a character, but it's Peter's it's, character. Right. And... I'm guessing that a lot of those back and forths with Detective Uri, which happened over your phone and that whole thing, um, that's in a booth. Yes. But the mocap stuff where you're dealing with uh, Mary Jane or you're dealing with Otto or you're Mm -hmm. dealing with Aunt May, um, that stuff is all physical. Um, And you guys are in that mocap suit. How much of the actual choreography did you do for a lot of i mean this game has some incredible fight choreography oh yeah and how and, far and, did you take it before they bring in some ninja
1: oh they they, they have a ninja named ross Constum and a ninja named seth austin <laughs> yeah um and then the ilram choi uh did a lot of the, the straight up like movement stuff early, very early on in the game you know okay. some of the uh stuff but so they uh they made me look Great, like, you know, anytime it was Peter being awkward Or Spider-Man standing there or walking around in a scene Sure That was often me Anytime Spider-Man had to do something cool looking It was definitely a Ross <laughs> or Seth, you know, would jump in And sometimes we would, uh, you know, I would, I would do some of the stuff And I'd stop and then they'd come in and they'd do they'd, Same would You know, time. sub in Yeah, like to Keep fluidity like to it or to, what do you mean? I mean Because they're observing their starting point Right,
0: yeah and, Yeah, and you have to hit A certain end point Exactly,
1: like for example uh, The scene uh, the, the chicken curry scene In MJ's apartment Yes um, Which I don't think Is much of a spoiler Not much of a spoiler But you guys are cooking You know, we're, and we're, then we're cooking And then I hear sirens yeah. And then I gotta You know, something comes Over the thing And, you gotta go out the and I gotta go And then I'm about To go out the window I took that scene Up to the point where I put my foot on the windowsill, And then Ross comes in He's like, which foot Did you, was left foot Or right foot And we'd go over it Yeah. And I'd go right foot and then he'd do, and then he, he'd walk into it and take it from there, and then leap out the window, and do you know crazy, wow. crazy shit, um, because because he's crazy, um, but amazing. He, Ross, Ross did all the, like like a lot of the Deadpool stuff from the first Deadpool film. Wow, you know all that crazy, the half turd flipping, all dude, the dude, no, yeah. that is a ninja. That's yeah, um, but it was it was an amazing dance because on in some scenes, um, because they didn't want to break it like that, they would do. Uh, my stunt double, whether it was Ross or, 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 or Seth um would do the whole scene mm-hmm. um and and I would be like right over their shoulder saying the lines so it was it was an interesting dance that is crazy yeah that we would we would practice and and, and rehearse and, and and do it but um it was it was it was a, it was a terrific experience i mean it's such a great team
0: one thing i heard was that you delivered multiple lines in various levels of exhaustion or various levels of exertion. Yeah. Right. So when Spidey is low on health or has gotten has, has just come out of a fight, mm-hmm. he's majorly exerted and like exhausted. And then when you're fresh from starting the game or a cutscene that with yeah. MJ or something, then then Spidey's just freewheeling and higher. But you but not knowing how those where, where how the not knowing if you're going from like a pigeon catching sequence or a getting your butt kicked on a base sequence, there's multiple versions of exertion. Like, is that true?
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh, I mean, it, it it mostly had to do with because they uh, you know there's certain free roaming like open world elements sure. this game. They couldn't tell in the story if you would be swinging. Um, or just sort of walking or perched, you know, saying the lines. Got it. And I guess that's when they were it. first, and this is not something they came up with from the start. They they had started demoing some of the stuff that we had recorded, and, you know, he'd be swinging through the air, but he'd be, you know, casual. the line would be yeah, casual. And they thought, I know that's something we accept in video games, because it's so much more work to do a version for each of those, and how do you make sure, you know, come up with the algorithm that triggers, you know, mm-hmm. when it's supposed to... And they said, I think we can do this. And so they came back to it, and they said, we're going to start recording two versions, sort of the swinging, exerted version, mm. um, because we don't know if the player's going to be moving or perched or just walking down the street. Um, we said, okay. And so we we started doing that, and we had to dial it in, because at first my exerted versions were really exerted. It sounded like he was going to the bathroom. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah the note, I was like, yeah. sounds uh, constipated. sounds like he's, I you know. <laughs> And so um, so they said so can you back off that. Remember, he's he's exerting himself, but it's still Spider-Man. Like it's, yeah, not, it's yeah. not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we started doing both versions and the whole time we thought, "A, this might not work. B, people might not notice. C, people going to think it's stupid." You know, whatever it was. And then the game came out and people noticed. And I was so excited because we had put a lot of work mm-hmm. into that element. I mean, you know, I had put my my job in, but then you know the the coders and the you know everybody mm-hmm. who's doing the programming had to make sure that they triggered at the right time. Right. Um, and and it's it's been cool. And I I feel bad for video games that come after because they're like oh, shit. We have to do that now.
0: Well, the people over at Rockstar are spending a hundred days hours a week. So <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you read oh, that, that was, story? That was
1: embarrassing. Did you read that story? Yeah, it's I like, didn't read the whole story. I, I you I, just had to read the headline. brought up that that yeah. line, and they're like, "That's not a good. Why are you bragging about this? This, for, this is not something. This is." This is a problem, not a, yeah. We know you guys are rock star. Right. You gotta have some attitude. I know, I know. But I'm sure the game's gonna crush, but Slavery isn't part of slavery. it. <laughs> slavery is a bad thing. <laughs>
0: um, the, uh, here's the thing, though. Everybody works in shifts, so even though they're putting in 100 hours a week sure. in the thing, it's like people are working in shifts, and I think that if you read the headline, you're not getting the full story no. in Rockstar's defense. But let's talk. I mean, last year, I would call last year, 2017, the year of the Switch. Like, mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch came out... Game of the Year, Breath of the Wild, owned it, it's one of the best, that, that is to me the best game I've ever played, I just love Breath of the Wild. This year things are getting a little crowded over in the Sony end because yeah. you come straight out with God of War in yeah. April, or somewhere in there, mm-hmm. it, it came out I think in April, immediately the Game of the Year predictions yeah. are there. I have my, you know, I did not buy a PS4 at that point, even though I'm a huge God of War fan, and I, I'm in. the game <laughs> is phenomenal. And Geekscape has covered that game and talked about that game yeah. ad nauseum because it will so be great. The,
1: it will be the first game I play on the PS4 after
0: Spider Man. <laughs> and then you I've have uh, and and the cool thing about uh, it, it still wasn't for me a system seller. I still had circled Spider Man because I have friends at Insomniac and and I know that their conversation was like, oh my god, like we've got. We got God of War, and they didn't know what the God of War release window was until very late. And sure. luckily, it came out pretty far from Spider-Man, but there was still a Tomb Raider hovering, right? And Red Dead, and Red Dead, yeah, and Red Dead. And so it's like, <laughs> oh boy, how is this gonna work? And I think Tomb Raider came out, and maybe it was the third it was the third outing in this franchise of the new mm-hmm. Tomb Raider. And I mm-hmm. think I don't think that it did what it was supposed to do. I don't know, like. I haven't uh, been following it. I it came out a couple weeks ago, right? It came out a few weeks ago, yeah. but Spider-Man came out, and would you say that it surpassed expectations
1: on it? Because this game exploded. I think so. I mean, I think near the end, we all realized that it was going to be good, but you never know how a game's going to be it's Sunset Overdrive, Basically, right. Right. Um, so yes, I think, it, I think I think everybody hoped that it would do great, but we were all pleasantly surprised when it did great. <laughs> Would you think that maybe the fact that
0: God of War or, or, you know, all those HD remake versions that predated it in, like, the, the first year or two of the PS4, that they maybe set up enough of an install base that we didn't have a repeat of Sunset Overdrive. Because you have to think of, like, Sunset Overdrive coming out so early in the Xbox One cycle. Where, yes, you do need system sellers to sell a brand new system. But it came out so early that that install base maybe wasn't there. Yeah, that's entirely possible. And here we've got God of War selling a ton of PS4s. So when Spider-Man comes out, it's been a few months out. Yeah. People also, can buy it. Yeah,
1: also, Sunset Overdrive was not a known... I mean, that was not a franchise sure. at all. Not God of IP War yeah. was a franchise. Spider-Man, clearly, you know, people know Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm sure that that helped. It had to.
0: And then we've got this Red Dead Redemption coming out next Friday. Right. Which, of course, I'm going to buy it. Of like, course. I love are. this game. Uh, I loved the first game. Um, but I'll be lying if I'm saying... I'm not, I'm not going for that. I mean, I'm... I, I got 100% completion on the first one. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I'll platinum this one. I'm going to platinum Spider-Man. Yeah, you'll platinum Spider-Man before Red Dead comes out, I, I would bet. I don't know, man. Cause I bet. Daredevil on Netflix this weekend. Oh, really? Is that? Oh, that's this weekend? Geekscape is, I got to bring you your Daredevil special. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are you so demanding. You got to know what right. Ian Kerner and I know think about Daredevil. Right. And beyond that, um, I have another guest coming out uh, next week on Geekscape. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've got LA Comic Con. That entire weekend, we have two or three panels. So it's going to be busy. Um, I don't know when I'm going to finish this Spider Man game. I'm hoping this weekend. Yeah. We, we're still filmmakers here, so we're still right. working on our right. stories. Right. A <laughs> good day is when they kick me out of the Starbucks at 11 o'clock at night. And it's like, <laughs> <Right>. you <laughs> have to get stop. Out. I wrote through a robbery once. Because sometimes, because it, it's so hard. You, Geekscape is who are listening, who are creative. You, you know, yeah. and you know this, like, yeah. when the creative juices are flowing. Uh-huh. It's the time that it doesn't feel like work. Like, usually writing, especially how isolating it is, it feels like work. Yeah. So it's very rare that you're writing, at least for myself, and it feels like you're flowing. And you don't take that for granted, and you ride that train till it comes home. Sure. And Or the Starbucks employees kick you out. But I remember writing in a McDonald's, maybe 2010 or so, and two guys came in and robbed the place. Oh, my (laughs) God. And... I kept writing (laughs) i didn't know that i didn't know what was going on really i just felt like this energy shift in the room i was like everybody's just bristling a little bit and then i went back to writing and i glanced up and most people were gone almost everybody was gone and the manager comes over and was like excuse me you got to go (laughs) because he was going around locking the doors and i was like dude you don't close for another 15 minutes like i'm still writing because i'm feeling it and he's like yeah you got to go i was like they're not coming back
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't have to like that they're not Listen, coming back.
0: I'm not a criminal expert. Like, right. not, like but I'm pretty sure those two dudes in the hoodie they're not coming back. Oh my God. <laughs> just Let me finish, dude. That's that's a writer. So here we are and uh and I and I think I think I can finish Spider-Man platinuming it before Red Dead will find out. Um so a couple more questions Because yeah. I love Spidey
1: I, uh, I'm here for you
0: <laughs> The DLC mm-hmm. You guys still in the process Of recording some of that? It comes out soon yeah. I think DLC yeah, comes out Before three, the end of the Three chapters okay. so Yeah it's
1: called The City Never Sleeps um, And it's three chapters First chapter comes out I don't know when This episode will, but, It's going to be out tomorrow oh, it's Okay so um, in just a few days after that It'll be the Tuesday After this, this drops You guys hate Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) Wait, you're
0: telling me the DLC will be out, like, next week? Yeah, I know. Well, the first Uh, chapter. The first chapter. Yeah, yeah. We're still working on the the, the other two. But, like, you're telling me the first chapter
1: of the Spider-Man DLC. Was out, like, a month after the game. Or something like that, you know. Six weeks after the game,
0: that's where Rockstar's putting in a
1: hundred hours, right? <laughs> They're like, "Oh no, we can't. We, we want to have you to gotta, fight with Spider-Man
0: DLC." The president of, of, of Rockstar is probably acting like Jay Jonah right now. <laughs> Damn you, Spider-Man! <laughs> he should start up a podcast and just wail on you like Jay Jonah does, yeah. which is such a... I mean. Here's one thing, was when I'm swinging around and a lot of those J. Jonah things come on, yeah. it delays the mission
1: because I sit because and I listen to it. Because you have to listen. Cause, it's cause so good. Darren DePaul as J. Jonah Jameson <laughs> is my new favorite J. Jonah Jameson. Like, not since J.K. Simmons has somebody like nailed it like that. Yes,
0: it's pretty fun. Yeah.
1: Um, what would you wish for a
0: sequel? I know it's early to be talking about Spider-Man yeah. 2. Is there talks about Spider-Man 2? There,
1: I mean, nobody's talked to me about it, but there has to be. It did too well. Like, hey, guys, I'm available. Like I'm available. Right. I'm available, right? I'm hoping. you very busy. <laughs> You're so available. <laughs> hey,
0: guys, you've heard my, soul, my, my, my uh, sultry tones on right, this podcast. You can, right, we can, we can do this. <laughs> hey, guys, I can do Spider-Cop. Right. <laughs> I think it would end up being Spider-Crap if yes. I did it. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't much. know. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, one thing I wanted to know is yeah. when you get so far in an audition process like that you've been doing voiceover for well over a decade for a long time you have all these friends some of them have been on the show who you have to know the people that you're beating out for this gig oh yeah did some of them end up on the game in
1: other facets yes okay good yeah (laughs) so you didn't totally like no no and and we all you know it's you know it it stings if you want something somebody else gets it that's that's inevitable but we're all pretty friendly in this in this you know tight Knit group it's of, a small of community. Specific type of acting, yeah. Um, and we know that sometimes somebody's gonna get, it, sometimes somebody else is gonna get it. It doesn't have anything to do with, well, I was better than you, or you were better than me. Just somebody was more right for that, for what they were looking for. And there was mm-hmm. nothing, you know. When I don't get it, there's, you know, I try to leave it all on the field. You know, I, I don't think there's anything that I could have that I could have done or that I did wrong that, that you know, screwed it up. You would not have regretted the Mohawk. Um, uh, yeah, you know. If, I'll tell you what. <laughs> if, like, if, if, d- if the Mohawk had had messed it up, then I might have regretted it. But I was like, wait, you know, there's something you could have done. let a I better got, haircut. Right, got a better haircut. <laughs> shave that like, Mohawk off. Um, yeah, um, but I, I think you know, sometimes it's just somebody's right for it, and, and nobody else is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that. You could have done was have you know killed that person before, but you'd have to decide which which person is right before then. I mean, that would have been too Yeah, you don't want to turn into Saw. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. I mean, with the proliferation of interactive content, I'm playing a game on my phone that has so many voice actors. It's uh, this mobile game Nintendo put out, mm. Dragalia Online, and it's huh. like a, you're playing through like an anime, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah. so there's so many it's, voice roles. Yeah,
1: and good, good for uh, actors.
0: With yeah, with, the, with it seems like is there enough work to go around for the people who are established? I would say yeah. I would say you're established.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would at this point finally, you <laughs> know, 15 years or so yeah. in, I'm starting to feel established. I didn't know you were Ben 10 when you were on the show several years ago. Remember, you was, were sitting in my living right. room. You were that's sitting right.
0: in my living room, and I was like, "Who do you play on Ben 10?" You were like, "That would be Ben 10." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, Note to self, research. <laughs> research. Research, you uh, got to really go on. Hey guys, I'm yeah. Just in
1: your friends. Welcome to Geek oh. oh,
0: oh, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> could that be a spider character? That could be a spider. Spider character. Dweeb. <laughs> sp- oh my god. Oh guys. <laughs> sp- spider Ham. Spider Ham. Um,
0: there is a Spider Ham. I can't wait to see Spider Ham. I know. Ham. I know. Me too. I, he's gonna be the runaway character from Spider Verse. You know, You know he is. I hope so,
1: man. Like that Spider Verse movie is my highlight for the. I'll tell you what: getting Nick Cage to play Noir Spider Man, you had me. I mean, I mean, you had me at that that, that first that first teaser they did. But but that, come on, he
0: finally gets to play a superhero. Finally, right? Um, So. We're talking, yes. And uh, let's talk a little bit outside of Spider-Man. We talked about a sequel. No, I, no. We, I got to oh. finish that one, Geekscape. Oh. Geekscapers is who are only listening to this because they love because, Spider-Man. Yeah, are going to want to talk about a sequel.
1: Yeah, I, I would. I, honestly, this game was so much fun, and I felt that the you know the writing and the story was so good that I'll take any sequel. I mean you know, I mean they know that I'm they gotta know that I'm in if they if they do a sequel, which they've got it, right? Spoiler, I mean, Spider Man does not die at the end of this one. Spider Man does not die <laughs> at the end of this one. Um, and there are parts
0: where it was questionable. It was, it, right. There are parts in the writing where I'm like, are they gonna kill Peter Parker? Right. Like holy things are getting right. so dark. Yeah. Things get really dark in this game and there are many times in the narrative, two distinct ones so far, mm-hmm. where I'm like Wait, they may just switch characters, and you—that might have been it. Right, right. This,
1: I may have just been that, playing a tragedy. That, that, that said, I know a lot of comparisons have been made to, you know, the Arkham games, like Arkham City games. The combat, and, the, and, yeah, the city com- sw- yeah, you know, swinging and all that. Sure, but it's, but I, but I would argue that this is a much lighter, happier, um, you know, game than than a lot of other games of this sort. Even when it when it dips into darkness, right? I mean, Spider-Man still. I mean, Spider-Man still. He's still the, the, the nice guy. Dude, like he's he your gets friendly his neighborhood ass Spider-Man. Beat. He game. does get his ass beat. He dishes it out, though. You got to admit. So, so every now and then he does. He doesn't move, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't very nice, Pete. That was, that was yeah. not very nice. I <laughs> love the
0: finishers. I love the takedowns, the stealth takedowns. I love all that stuff. That's the mm-hmm. perch stuff. That's all fantastic and well designed. And yeah, there are similarities to things like the takedown and the perch takedowns from the uh, the Rocksteady Arkham games. But uh, this is a character I love more. Those Rock City games are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those first two Arkham games, Arkham: Silent C- City, are yeah. instant classics. You everybody should has to play them. But um, this is a, this is just those were on a, those were on the last gen, right? Right. And this is all about a much bigger world yeah.
1: and so many yeah. side
0: missions. And and I those lo- are
1: sort of abandoned, you know, cities. And this these are this this city is this New York is full of life.
0: This New York is insane. yeah. If you guys are working in insomniac, I don't want to say you overdid it, but <laughs> holy crap with this New York. I'm yeah. playing this game, and I look up and there are people playing games of basketball, and there's a person performing on steps. And this is a part and I don't spend time on the ground. That's right. why
1: I've gotten... Right. It. I mean I just noticed like why this. spend so much time on the you know on the stuff for the ground? Because you know nobody's gonna be there. When you were saying, yeah,
0: if Spider Man's just walking around, I was like, Who's walking in this right. game? <laughs> who in this
1: game maybe when you walk into the lab
0: or something? But right, the, right. when is Spider Man ever walking in this game? It's you too were much swinging. Fun to swing. that being said, there were some side missions where you have to walk or play as other characters who are walking and you get to experience how populated this New York is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. and it's not just it, the neighborhoods are different. The populations of the neighborhoods are different, yeah. and the activities that are going on there are different. The attention to detail in this game is uh, at a psychotic level. That is,
1: yeah, from the lighting to to yeah, the attention to detail to being able to peer in windows and seeing stuff inside people's apartments. Like, how do you? I haven't even get to done that, that, that level. Yet. Right? I haven't even done next that time, yet. Next time you're running up the side of a building, stop for a second, look in, and. but I can't
0: I have to obliterate a
1: pigeon right no I
0: understand (laughs) and just spoilers those pigeons are dead (laughs) (laughs) that has to be the most violent way to acquire and cage a a pigeon Pigeon ever ever, when you see feathers shoot out yeah the pigeon's dead right
1: You, you grab that pigeon a little too fast a little too hard well
0: you're using the same triggers to grab the pigeon as you use to like grab the side of concrete buildings and swing a human body up right Pigeons are dead. <laughs> I wanted to see the end of Burt that. Broke neck pigeons, These yeah. are side missions where you're catching a bunch of pigeons for a character in the game, and I wanted the culmination of those missions to be you return, and you just have all these, like... Just a bag of dead pigeons. Just <laughs> a bag of dead pigeons. It's just, like, dripping blood. Or you show up, and you're eating, like, Church's Chicken or, like, like KFC. You're right. just like, oh, yeah, about the, the about pigeons. About the pigeons. They're dead, so I cooked them. <laughs> like, those pigeons are obliterated. J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson, he pops up and he's like, Pigeons have been raining, pigeon parts have been raining on people in Midtown.
1: And I blame Spider-Man! Like,
0: yeah, he should blame Spider-Man. Because it's his fault. You're murdering pigeons above the city. Um, okay, so... Let's talk about that project you have over at Alpha and Geek and
1: Sundry. Yes, is, is it Geek and Sundry? No, it's just an Alpha it's, project. It's Nerdist Nerdist uh, their their subscription uh, service. Yes, their subscription uh, Twitch service, streaming service. Whatever it's called, Project Alpha. Sure. And they, you know, it's where people watch, you know, uh, Critical Role, and they've, you know, they've got a bunch of stuff for, for uh, you know, gaming, and uh, but we have a show there that we started uh, three four weeks ago uh, called Orbital Redux. That is a live-streamed, live-performed sci-fi adventure show. Um, And when I say live, I mean everything is happening live. When you tune in uh, and the the show starts, the actors start performing like it's a play and go all the way to the end. All the special effects that you're seeing are happening in real time. How long are these episodes? About 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes. Um, There's a little bit of pre-show. Uh, called Orbital redux and a little bit of post-show uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, hosted by Alison <coughs> Um A little bit of post-show mm-hmm. called Orbital Redux Redux. Um, in the beginning, uh, you get to see a little bit about behind-the-scenes, because people... Uh, the comments that come up most often about the show are, I don't believe it's happening. I don't believe it's live. When I got the press release that you guys were attempting this, I
0: thought it was A, insane, and B, brilliant. I would, because I know a lot of the folks over at Alpha, and I've pitched them... And the the idea with this Geekscape is, if you haven't joined Team Alpha, which you you definitely should, they're friends, and I love collaborating with them. um, Was that they have this this almost Twitch-like streaming service where their audience is so connected and super engaged. They have a super engaged audience that is constantly in the chat, and as a filmmaker creating content for that i couldn't as a narrative filmmaker i couldn't wrap my head around beyond what they've already been doing which is like a gaming show where people are online and they're gaming and maybe they can involve the audience maybe they can't yeah you guys nailed it like you like when i got that press release i was like of course this is what they should have done live interactive choose your own adventure theater yeah where the audience is voting
1: on the next steps taken by the characters yeah it's crazy it's crazy what we've what we've attempted and what we're doing right now and it's and it's changing the show is changing as we go every week we learn something new and every week the audience weighs in now uh-huh. uh we had you know from the we you know the eight episodes that we've got they're they're scripted we have a story in the in
0: all eight all eight with parameters for mm-hmm. variation were scripted ahead of time
1: y- well the the main script was was built ahead of time.
0: How loose is that? Knowing that you guys can now found yourself find yourselves having drifted completely well, off course. That's what I was
1: going to say. The script has been rewritten <coughs> since we started letting mm-hmm. people choose things, because the choices they make affect things down the line mm. that that weren't necessarily considered, you know, obviously when when first writing that script. Now, they the, it's the, not the, just the, an A, the, B, and C thing. No, it's I mean there there's we've been adding in all sorts of different ways you can alter it and different different kinds of choices um characters have been created that weren't part of the original story Holy shit. and and it's 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 crazy like i the the main story is not going to change i will uh, you know full full transparency right you know we're not going to end up with a completely different ending than we started but but, I, yeah. but the the way the characters interact and and the way the story plays out have already started to change.
0: I thought it was akin to like the, tell, the Telltale games. You know, where yeah. if, you, if you video games fans are fans mm-hmm. of the Telltale games. May they rest in peace. May they rest in peace. Um, I hear those guys are proliferating
1: to all sorts of companies too. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they are because everybody who worked there was <laughs> super talented. Yeah. And uh, did you work on any of those games? Yeah. Which yeah. ones did you work on? Um, I worked on uh, Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. I worked on Walking I Dead. That. I played that. Um, and I worked on uh, Minecraft.
0: I did not play that, but they're trying to finish the story mode right now. And yeah. I don't know the story on the story mode, but I guess Skybound is Games is taking over the storyline to finish out Walking Dead. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, I Dude, that, that is my favorite version of The Walking Dead, so yeah. I played through it and didn't even know uh, that Yuri was visiting me. <laughs> so, um, I thought that that was kind of the structure where you guys were going to be going through this and you were going to have pre-scripted at certain junctures. A, B, and C. In my naivety, what I did not realize was it's a constant chat with the
1: audience. The, the, yeah. the audience
0: in the, on Alpha is constantly there and right. constantly yeah. vocal.
1: Right. And they can't always weigh in on every little thing, of obviously. It'd be impossible. Right. Um, but we give them, um, or at least recently, it's, it's funny how at first we gave them this kind of choice, and then the next episode we gave them a couple of choices. Um, but at the end of the episode... It started small. It yeah. started small with and his, his very little and his, yeah, latitude. Yeah, it's, it's gotten bigger.
0: And now they've become
1: like a character. Yeah, yeah. It uh, At the end of an episode, they'll get a choice <laughs> for next week. And we get a little time to prepare that. But then at the beginning of the, the next episode, they can have a couple of choices on something. Now, we've prepared eventualities for all those. But we as the team don't know what's going to be chosen. We have to have prepared all of them. And then, right before the episode starts, they're like, "We're going with A, or we're going with C." Right. Go for it. Um,
0: how much is actually tightly scripted? Like, do you like, for instance, if there's three variables at the beginning mm-hmm. of, a, of an episode and somebody picks B, mm-hmm. have you will you have to have had memorized A, B, and C, and yeah. maybe rehearsed it? Yeah. So yeah, you rehearse you, you've all rehearsed all three variables. Yeah. And how much is then improvised based on some of the? It feels like it's just getting looser. It feels it's, like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we stick. I mean, the the scripts are great. You know, Stephen's a great writer, sure. and we've been. Um, uh, Stephen's I mean, a masochist, stick to, by the way. He is a, mas- like, he's like, a masochist. You know, the our this is our insane. Our, <laughs> our, 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 the, our constant sort of call to action on the set was, uh, or you know, it c- continues to be because it wasn't complicated enough. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Stephen, I love you. Uh, and but but, good luck. Pal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, th- so we've got these, you know, and we've rehearsed all these and they're scripted, but, uh, there was one, for example, one of the options, uh, um, two episodes ago, I think, was, uh, that the moderator in the chat forum, in the chat room, was, would pick something, would pick a line of dialogue that I would have to sneak into mm. the, the episode. Yeah. That's cool. So... Um, really they cool. picked. They picked cake or pie. I, th- I thought for <laughs> sure it was going to be with great power comes great responsibility, and nobody. Hey, can, p- can you know what? You already had that one memorized, right? right, right. No, that, like, that's, that's don't cheat on your homework. Okay, that's, that's true. Um, but um, the the line that came up was cake or pie. Cake or pie. Cake or pie. Or cake or pie. Cake or it. pie, Yeah. I thought it was a form and, of pie. <laughs> and so at the very beginning of the episode, right before we went live, they said, "Okay, they've chosen. Here's here's what uh, came up in the chat room: cake or pie." So then I had to work it in, and it became a little. Joke. It became right? a little. See- it wasn't just. I didn't a just sneak scene. that line in and we moved on. Hmm. It became a conversation between me and the other character on the ship. So totally improvised. So it's um, a bit. So, of like so improvised that bit scene. Yeah. So and she didn't know where I was going to come at it from. Sure. So we we did that. We took it to sort of a logical conclusion. It wasn't that long. And do you have a lot of and improv- then we went back, back to the and we went back to the script to the story because like
0: obviously in the last fifteen maybe twenty years there's been a huge proliferation of all those improv. Mm-hmm. like you know obviously Groundlings and Second sure. City and all oh, that yeah. stuff was early but then around 2000 you started to see the, like like, all these different ones coming out and you right. had Upright Citizens Grade and like the UCB and mm-hmm. now like Nerdist had a school and all these people oh, really? I don't know uh, yeah. are you Somebody who like Were you Did you come out of Did you do any improv Yeah I I
1: have I have done improv But I would not say I am a strong improviser I'm not one of those I didn't go through Like I studied at UCB um, Then I studied At a bunch of different places I I did improv in school I did a lot of sketch comedy But I would not say That I am a. But here you you have to be But here Here I have to Or characters die Yeah Or characters die That's right (laughs) That's right I could seriously Mess up the show Right Um,
0: Are are there characters Who potentially Could die If the audience Went a different way
1: In this series I mean you are Flying through the Vacuum of space Right I don't know I don't know That we'll allow That kind of control On this And obviously I haven't talked to Stephen I don't know how We still have be great with the when half it of the, the series, half right? of the series to to, the to go through the season, right? The, it, yeah, the season. It's sorry. a, season, it's a not,
0: season. This is we're not going to get to a, a finite it. end point. We're gonna, no, okay. no. We will get cool. to the end of this
1: season and cool. hopefully get to do more seasons with without well, a certain character based on the audience. It's entirely possible. Being evil <laughs> at, at this point, I would not put it past uh, both our, our pals at uh, Alpha and uh, and. and Could you imagine? It's like, hey man, sorry, you're not going to get that next paycheck because the audience killed you. Right <laughs> Sorry, blame the audience.
0: <laughs> blame blame the chat. How did this project come together? How did this idea come together? This, um, like Steve, how long is it? How old is this or idea uh,
1: really? A, a little over a year ago, uh, Stephen came to now. Stephen and I had been working together for a long time. We met as I'm sure you can you can uh, you probably got similar well you've probably got similar stories. We met on a terrible terrible film, um, and the, the experience yeah, the working on are the film. I can attest test, they're not usually one, It was not one of yours. They're usually mine. Um, but uh, it, it was, uh, you know, but you, you you work on a film and then the film is terrible. But you come away with people. You're like, I want you in my film. Like, se- yeah, I want to work with you again. You've seen some shit together. Yeah, we've seen t- like like we've been we've been to we've war through some shit together. And, and we survived it. And I trust you. Right. You got my back. Um, Victimization will do that to people. <laughs> that that's true. <laughs> Forge camaraderie in prison. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we had we had met a long time ago. Um, Stephen and and the the team that he had put together, Butcher Birds, uh had. Uh, uh, both uh, produced and directed a lot of our Shelf Life episodes. Oh yeah. So so, so we had so we are we already had a shorthand. We already knew what we perfect. liked. Perfect. Yeah. I didn't know this was the Shelf Life team. It's yeah. It's a lot of the Shelf Life team. Oh, then this is seamless. Yeah. And he came to me about a little over a year ago. He said, "Hey, I want to talk to you about a project. Uh, can I come over?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And he came over and he said, "I, I'm building a spaceship, and I want you to fly it." <laughs> You're like, "What and the fuck?" Well, well that's the thing He started, he he said, started to go on Well, yeah. he started to go on And I'm like, just stop Just just you can You keep talking a second I just want you to know That whatever comes next The answer is yes Yeah, yeah I'm building a spaceship <laughs> And I want you to fly Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in like, I'm in Yeah, it's what I've always wanted um, and, and so he pitched me the show And I'm like, yes And he asked me to come on As a producer And I said, yes I want to I make this happen
0: He pitched it as a live Choose your own adventure Theatrical uh, yeah. Because yeah. it is very much. It was. Like it was
1: heavier on the live and less on the interactive at the time. Okay. But I think once because we pitched it around and when we got to Legendary, um, they they were like this this is actually this is the kind of thing we've been looking for for our platform. It's so smart. But like, you have to up the interactive. Like this is yeah. our mandate is you have to make it as interactive as possible. And so we went back to the drawing board and you know added you know so, some things in and brought back to them. And they're like yes we can. This is something we want to we want to do. It's so smart. Yeah, and it's it's been it's hard, Jonathan. I'm so tired. Well, I'm yeah, tired all you the have time. to
0: multiply. You have to <laughs> memorize three times the level of script that you yeah. have to on a weekly basis. On a weekly
1: basis, that's like yeah. that's like soap that's opera. That's like stuff. soap opera stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, insane. Totally. It's like yeah, it's like doing a live soap opera, but but the music is all performed live while you're doing it, and the sound effects are all live. Are you kidding like, me? I thought that stuff was in a soundboard. No, there there's a live band right outside the. Show. You got to come and look at the set. I'm scared. And, or, or just, or just watch as much behind the scenes stuff as <laughs> no, you can. I just want to make uh, movies the old style. I know, like Like this is insane. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. By the end of a day of shooting, or, or in, in one way, because if you don't count rehearsals and stuff like that, at the end of twenty minutes of shooting, you have t- like twenty pages of your script shot. Right. Um, right. You, know, yeah, you it's real time. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, and it's It's already edited. <laughs> Um, Ooh, so, way to raise the bar! Like this raises
0: the bar. Like yeah, I
1: think it's, the, it's different. It's a and I. I, I, I think I, different is. I mean, are
0: you guys having success with it? Are people watching it? Are you guys getting I, the results you want?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm not. Because you're coming off Of Spider-Man,
0: alright? It's not always going to be Spider-Man, alright? Right. It's not always going right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be Spider-Man. You right can always around. have astronomical um, success, um,
1: success, right, pal? I I don't uh, I don't know. I'm not tapped. I've I've been spending my time trying to make sure the show goes off as planned. Right. <laughs> um. Uh. Or at all, and. And so, so I don't know. I, I, as I understand it, um, the, the network is is excited by it, and hopefully they're they're working to, to get you know the the word out as as much as possible.
0: It's ground. It's like it's, some groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, have, I mean, I can understand like choose your own adventure interactive theater, but this whole streaming element, yeah, like technology has to merge in order to create these opportunities for your storytellers to do things that are way outside the box. Um, when does it air? When, when you can obviously watch past episodes. Pre-show.
1: Yeah, you can if you get it, and and if you if you don't have a, an alpha account, um, you can sign up for one and use the code orbital, and you get sixty days for free, which is enough to watch our show. And if you don't like the streaming service, you can always go you, after that. Come that you on, you little thieves! Uh, you little thieves! Go 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 forth, little thieves! Um, but it's uh, the it's every Thursday. Um, that this uh, this th- this Thursday will be um, our fourth episode of eight. Um, you don't look tired <laughs> I'm kidding Bless your heart <laughs> uh, But uh, it, uh, The pre-show starts at 5.45 We have a host Who sort of Introduces the show And, and takes you a look Behind the scenes uh, Alison Haislip To prove that This to, is to not fake To prove it. Yeah like we, we We weren't trying to fool anyone Like we wanted to hang a bell On the fact that we were We were doing that we're doing this live You have to kill somebody you ha- We have to kill somebody Not a character No an actual human being An actual being. human being You need to, like, or, or,
0: or, what if you guys get, what if you guys get swatted? I'm going to, oh, (laughs) man. How horrible would that That be? That would be, that would be the worst. (laughs) It's like, see, it's live, they just got swatted.
1: (laughs) Well, well, what's happening next week? There is no next week. There is no next week. Everyone's dead. We're all going, they started firing and people are going to jail. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But the pre-show starts at 5.45, the actual episode usually starts right at 6. And then there's a little pre-show after, and it's all it's all wrapped up by like six thirty, six forty. Everything's done just in time for Critical Role for all of you out there who watch Critical Role. It's not right a ba- before Critical Role. You guys
0: aren't a bad lead in. Yeah, not a bad lead in. Um, what happens? Have there been elements where, like, uh, times when you've uh, kind of confused between two versions? Like, you, like, oh, I, I started going down this other road, or I have to
1: smudge things, or just what happens in theater. Always, which oh. is... Oh, yeah, like things always go line. wrong. Yeah. I forget something. Somebody else forget something. Or, you know, I miss my blocking. Because here's the thing. when, when, when you know, If I screw up my blocking in a play, you know, it corrects. So nobody can tell the difference. But I've got five camera guys, five roving camera guys, sure. and, some fix- and somebody on a switcher. On a switcher, And yeah. the director calling cameras, you know, back, like live TV, you know, like like a sports... <laughs> You know, like a, a, a this, looks, this looks like a '70s BBC yeah, like show, doesn't it? Does, I, I, a, does an element of this looks like dark shadows. <laughs> I, so much better than dark shadows. I'm yeah. proud to say that it looks so much better than dark shadows. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it uh, uh, that if I miss my blocking, but the camera's expecting me to be somewhere, they have to scramble, and I'm the asshole. Yeah, I can see uh, how that. Happened. There's a lot of pressure, and it's not you don't get to the and you know when you get to the end of a play, it's in the ether, and the people who experience they experience it, and they go on and they remember how they remember it. Oh, you're screw this is This is online forever. That's the <laughs> like, selling like, that's point, the, is like, watch right. these guys screw up. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, in a way... And then vote
0: to kill a character.
1: It, well, I'll tell you what, it, it, sometimes I seek solace in the fact that when I'm, when I'm nervous and I'm like, I don't want to mess up, I don't want to mess up. Oh, wait, people are tuning in in the hopes that I'll mess up. So if I mess up, oh. they still get the enjoyment i f- i feel bad and it feels uniquely but they still there the i yeah. was there i
0: was there man. i was there i was the one who said cake or pie right cake or pie was my idea it was mine that's pretty amazing orbital redux yeah on, on, on alpha, alpha. Oh, that sounds yeah. great um so it looks like we're gonna see you again in a week or two on so. this dlc on the dlc do it and you, you know guys get a chance to see. <laughs> you know where I live. <laughs> I'm not gonna come here and play it. You haven't set up that <laughs> massive TV yet. There's a giant TV. That, it, that'll
1: be that'll be the the goal. Yuri
0: yeah. went impulsively bought this enormous TV so that well, he can people,
1: play his new shame game. People shamed me online. I took a picture foolishly. I took a picture of me about to start playing Spider Man on saw my new picture. brand new PS4 Pro, and everybody was like, uh, "Your TV's too old. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, got like an eight-year-old TV. It's got yeah. Your 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 PS4 Pro is wasted." Yeah. Um, none of the stuff Will actually show up The way it's been yeah. I'm like okay, okay I'll buy a new TV Internet Yeah
0: And uh, geeks gave us an Internet We would like to report That he's bought a new TV It's you just it have not set box. it up <laughs> It's setting it <laughs> It's setting it in An enormous box In your office And you're like Yeah I just don't know Where to put it There's no room for it Well there's no fucking room For this box
1: yeah, that's, well, that's You don't true. want
0: to put it Right up here on this Like
1: thing um, I think I'll go th- I, th- I think I'll go back To the that's where that's where the old TV was. I was thinking I could I could come up with a better. I don't know, system, man. Like I guess I could always put it there. And, move and then it you it. sit
0: here and play. Yeah. That might work. Um, Geekscape is w- that is a sweet PS4 though. The Spider Man like PS4 Pro looks yeah. pretty sick. Yeah. It's completely red with the white spider logo on that's it. So good. Um, wow. So we're gonna see you soon uh, over the streets of Manhattan, and also flying through space on Orbital Redux. Um,
1: anything else you want to plug? Oh man, you can you can uh, harass me on Twitter um, at, at Uri Lowenthal um, the, you know, go go you know, we we're talking about shelf life. All those episodes are still online. So it's the, uh it's like Dirty Toy Story, live action Dirty Toy Story. See where it started up. Peepscapeus yeah. and uh, you can also um, watch Ben 10. You can watch Ben 10. <laughs> exactly. Um, if if you like if if you're if you're looking for another podcast to listen to and you liked Mad Max Fury Road, uh, look up uh, You Are Awaited, a Mad Max Fury Road podcast If you want uh, two nerds to talk about Fury Road for a year uh, That is something that I That's literally that did you spent time as an adult As an adult doing You must
0: have fucking loved Fury Road I Which did. is a pretty great movie
1: I did And it started out as two guys talking about Fury Breaking it down four minutes at a time We'd watch four minutes and... and, and Talk about it to see if it held up to that kind of scrutiny. By the PS, it, it does. does. Yeah, and um, by the end <laughs> we didn't of the need to spend a year by the end that. of the podcast, some of our guests were the production designer, the fight choreographer. <laughs> That's great, um, you know, The actors from the you know, like right. uh, the the the, the co writer, the guy who wrote it with George Miller, Ben McCarthy. Um, so so it uh, it yeah. did its job. It did its job. Um, we, we we worked it out of our system. Do you
0: guys talk about the video game at all? The Mad Max video game that came. Oh, out Oh yeah,
1: we we did a whole episode on the Mad Max video game. Is it any good? Um I have not I, I the people who played it, they had two comments. They said one, there were some boring parts where you just roam through the wasteland. Sure. I would argue that that's that adds awesome. to the reality of um but but I know people who loved it, I didn't I didn't play it all the way through. It's like Red Dead. It's like yeah, you sort, sort of you gotta yeah. hang out. Um but but what I did do before the uh so I could comment better on it before the episode, we went to YouTube and somebody had strung all the cutscenes together. Sure. It's kinda like getting an extra Sequel or something. Sequel you know? to Fury, like or or like a companion piece to Fury Road. It was nowhere near what Fury Road was. I don't remember. Fury, Fury Road's insane. one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. But but I was surprised at how great it it <laughs> came out. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. Maybe I'll just do the YouTube just route. YouTube. It's like two hours. And then you guys did the two and a half hour straight down Spider-Man movie the, version. The, I know you guys had I, a screening. We had we had a screening didn't where go.
1: they. I think Tara went I, I, I was yeah you were I was there? I was there yeah. Um, they yeah, you know, where they they stitched together all the cinematics, and it was amazing for Spider Man. Yes, yeah, for great. for Spider Man, um, and it was amazing. But I I was, it was interesting to see how much of the storytelling happens in the gameplay because there are little holes a there. Lot. Like obviously, I knew what happened, but if you just watched that, you'd miss out on a lot. A lot of really important stuff happens yeah. in the gameplay,
0: yeah. um, and that is a testament to a great game. Um, I think right now we're looking at three potential Game of the Year. It's it's like gonna be things. It's, it's God of War. It's Spider Man, and it's Red Dead potentially. Yeah. Um. And Nintendo might have an offering. I mean, is I mean, Smash might come out this year, and right. I think it comes out this year. And I, although I'm not a fan of Smash Brothers, that Nintendo always has some entry, mm-hmm. and um, maybe that'll be it. But Spider Man's got my vote. Granted, it's the one that I've played. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also the one that I've been emotionally invested in since I was five. So Hard to to beat that. I gotta tell you, man, when I found out you were Spider-Man, I lost my mind that I'm friends with Spider-Man. When I found out I was Spider-Man, I lost my mind. But then I realized that anyone who's friends with Spider-Man is ultimately placed in danger. So I will probably be dead. One of your villains will ultimately kill me or use me as, You know what? We're, We're not that type of friends that you actually have to save me. So don't worry. We're good. Just let me go.
1: I'm not going to let you go. They just he, draw me he off. He doesn't, he's he's doesn't gonna, let people he's go. He's going
0: to drop my ass off a bridge or something. What do you guys want? <laughs> Whatever. Like, just do it. We're good, man. We're good. The city's more important. It's not going to happen that way. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, Yuri Lowenthal, everybody. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, do not make fun of his gaming skills. That's rude. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> like you guys can find everything. He's got... We're Geekscape. We're at Geekscape.net. We've got tons of podcasts that you can find at Geekscape.net. Join our Facebook groups. We're on Twitter, Instagram, search for Geekscape, you'll find us. Um, And I want to welcome Mega Ran to the podcast network. Our wonderful nerdcore hip-hop friend has his new Matt Mania podcast. If you guys are pro wrestling fans, people on Twitter say it is the best wrestling podcast on the internet. And I'm super proud to have it on the Geekscape network. Um, They talk about all sorts of stuff. They talk about music and a lot of wrestling and anime and, of course, video games because Mega Ran He's a huge Mega Man fan and a huge video game fan. So check that one out on Geekscape. And we're Geekscape. I'm Jonathan London. Thank you so much, Yuri, for coming on the show, man. I love oh, you, man. Are you
1: kidding me? Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm glad I love it. Have... I love it. It's just an excuse for us to hang out again. We just
0: chill. Okay? Now let's go set up your TV, okay? All right. <laughs> Over and out, geekscape <laughs> Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.